Hello, friend. Thanks again for tuning in to the podcast, Wretch Like Me. We are on our day number 20 of our 260 challenge, which means we're coming to you from Matthew chapter number 20. Jesus opens this chapter giving a parable about the kingdom of heaven. He said it's likened unto a householder who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. He gives this parable and he talks about those that were hired early in the morning that was hired right away and those who went out again at the the sixth and the ninth hour and then again all the way up to the eleventh hour and he talks to them and he teaches them that they all got the same reward so he's teaching this parable saying that's like the kingdom of heaven so whether you're saved as a child or saved as an adult or saved later up in years or saved as the thief was on the cross at the last minute everyone still gets to go to heaven now that might not seem fair that might not seem uh, just but that's that's god's uh it's his to decide, it's his to give. So he teaches them this lesson. And then the very next thing out of their mouth in verse number 20, then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. James and John's mom came and asked Jesus this question, uh, which one of them, that she could make her two sons rather set uh, on the right hand and one on the left hand. He just taught them a lesson that everybody is the same. And then the first thing she comes to and says, hey, I want my boys to be sitting on the right hand and one on the left hand when you enter into your kingdom. Uh, and he, he explains to her, this isn't, isn't mine to give, it's God's. But then after teaching that lesson about everyone being the same, everyone matters, and then them coming and saying, "I want to, who, who's going to be the highest in heaven, sit on the right or sit on the left, I want you to notice how this chapter ends. And I think it's, it's, very, um, it, it's very practical. It's for a reason. It says, and now as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed him. So I want you to see there's a lot of folks following Jesus. And verse 30 says, there's two blind men sitting by the wayside. And when they heard Jesus pass by, they cried out saying, have mercy on us, O Lord, the son of David. They, they're sitting there begging. That's why they're by the highway side. And they hear that Jesus is coming by. Now, don't forget, he just taught this lesson that everyone should be treated equal. And their selfish desire says, we want to sit on the right, one on the left. And then look at the look at the response of the multitude. And the multitude rebuked them because they should hold their peace. The multitude looked at these guys and said, you don't matter. You're blind. You're broken. You're sitting here begging. You, you don't matter. I want you to understand today, friend, some of us feel like this beggar like these blind guys on the highway side. We feel like, man, it's, I, I just don't belong. I'm, I'm the worst one. I'm broken. Why would he want anything to do with me? But then something inside of us one day stirred our hearts. And I love this. They heard that Jesus passed by. Something inside of us said, he's coming your way. The Holy Ghost is sent to, to, to convict you or, or to condemn you, whatever it may be, to say this is your chance. And so many people, I think, today sit in churches with this exact experience, but they don't listen to that voice. They don't listen to the still, small voice. They listen to the voice of the multitude, the voice of the multitude that says, no, you're too dignified. No, you you need to fix yourself first. No, you're too much this or you're too much that. And they allow Jesus and his salvation to walk right on by. And it misses them, and it absolutely breaks his heart. But I want you to notice this. But they cried the more, 
saying, have mercy on us, O Lord, the son of David. They didn't care what the multitude thought. They didn't care what anybody said about them. They said, he's passing by our way. We may not have this chance again. And they cried the louder. But it's Jesus' response that's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. This is one of my favorite illustrations of who Jesus is and what he thinks about us. Verse 32. And Jesus stood still and called them and said, What will ye that I should do unto you? Notice, the world's telling them to hush. world telling them you don't matter. But Jesus stood still. Friend, he's still standing still today when one of the broken call upon him. When one of those that's sitting on the highway side begging. When one of those that the world says, shut up. Thank God Almighty that that's the very ones that get his undivided attention. Praise the Lord. That's the very ones that he stops and he speaks and says, what will I do unto you? And look in verse 34. So Jesus had compassion on them. He just loved them. He loved them, and the Bible says that he opened their eyes, and they received their sight, and they followed him. Today, my friend, I want to ask you, are you sitting in blindness? Are you sitting in darkness? Are you sitting and others telling you, don't you worship? Don't you raise your hand? Don't you ask Christ in your heart? Whatever it may be, a lot of us have a what's next in, the, in, in our life, what's next in our ministry, but we're listening to the multitude telling us to hush. I'm telling you today to block those out and cry the louder. Jesus, have mercy on me and praise God. He will stand still and love you. Man, what a God we serve. I hope this blesses you today. I hope you see that you matter. I hope you see that he wants to spend time with you, put his arms around you and love you right in the midst of your chaos and your brokenness and your blindness. Thank God. Thank God. He is the way that he is. Friend, uh, I hope today that sometime you'll bow your head and lift your hands and thank God for his awesome and wonderful and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. God bless you.